Hi, I'm Allison Hess. And I'm Sophia Fabili. Welcome back to the Playhouse Podcast. And guess what? It's our 40th season. There's lots to celebrate, including eight shows to see this summer. And the Playhouse Podcast brings a behind-the-scenes look at our action-packed season to give your ears a front-row seat. Cheers to 40 years! Welcome back to the Thousand Islands Playhouse podcast. We're recording today on the ancestral lands of the Haudenosaunee and Anishinaabek peoples. We are in the beautiful Maya FM studio, which looks out onto the St. Lawrence River and the Thousand Islands in Gananoque, Ontario. And I just feel all types of gratitude to have this time to be here together, record a podcast, talk about theater. Uh, I'm Sophia Fabili, and I am absolutely thrilled to introduce my new podcast co-pilot, Drumroll, please. Allison Hess. Allison, welcome. Hello. Allison is TIP's new education and engagement manager and my podcast partner in crime. And Allison, please tell us a little bit about your time, your new time here at the Playhouse. Hi. So I am so excited to be the new education and engagement uh, manager here at the Playhouse. It's a fully new department and it's all uh, things related to community and education and things that I'm really passionate about. So I'm really excited to be here and to be doing this podcast with you. And we are super lucky to have you. So welcome, Allison. Um, And you know what? This is our first show of our 40th season. We'll pop a bottle of champagne later, um, but we will dive right in. So back in 59, some of our audiences will remember we had the show on last season in the fire hall, but this season it's on the big stage. Um, and I'm so, uh, so happy to introduce two of our cast members who are with us. Please welcome Autumn and Billy. Welcome to the podcast. Hi, Hi. good to be here. <laughs> Hi, so we're so excited that you could join us. Thank you for uh, saying yes. Um, and we are going to do a little intro so people kind of know where you're, you've been and what you're doing. Okay. So first we have Autumn Joy, who's playing Crystal. Yeah. Uh, and it is actually your first show here at the Playhouse, right? It is. It's my first show. Awesome. And how are you enjoying it so far? Yes, I love it. Awesome. Um, so yeah, so you've done some stuff in Stage West, The Soul of Motown. And I was really interested in Shopkins Live. That sounded like a, like a, a treat. Oh yeah, it was so much fun. Uh, that one was actually a tour around the U.S. Yeah, so we'd visit a different state every day. Um, Yeah, it was a children's show, and I would dress up as one of the Shopkins doll, and I'd hit the stage, and kids would make you feel like a celebrity. Like a rock star. Like a rock star. (laughs) Yeah. Like, I felt like Beyonce every time I hit the stage, and then I get out of costume and see them after, and they don't know who I am. Yeah. So it's great. Great balance. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. (laughs) Well, and we're so excited that you're here. Thanks a lot. Um, and yes, you are a rock star. And there's also Billy Lake, <laughs> another rock star. This is also his, his TAP debut. Welcome. Um, for Drayton Entertainment, we have Kinky Boots, Sleeping Beauty, Beauty and the Beast, Thoroughly Modern Millie, Priscilla, Queen of the Desert, Cinderella, and Lucky Stiff. Taking a breath now. And for talks is Free Theater, Pal Joey, Kiss of the Star- Spider Woman, Emily, a whole many more um, bio credits that I'll skip over just for sake of yeah, time. I'm old. Is no. The, is the short end of it. Yeah. No. And 10 beautiful seasons at the Shaw Festival. Mm-hmm. Incredible. Welcome. Thank you. It's great to be here. Wonderful. So, okay, we're going to dive right into it. So, okay. Alice and I were talking. So, Back in 59 has 70 shows from over 70. Songs. Songs. Oh, my God. Here we go again. Songs. I'm sorry. (laughs) Uh, From the 50s and 60s. And we were talking about the nostalgic connection that we have to the music that we listened to in high school. Mm -hmm. And I wanted to know, from your your personal opinion, what is that about? Why can I remember every lyric 
to a Spice Girls song, but I can't remember what I need at the grocery store. Tell me why. Absolutely. I agree. Like uh, learning the lyrics to these songs has been so hard. And yet I still remember all of the lyrics to Savage Garden's I Want You. <laughs> but why? I, yeah, it's, it's, I think it's just something about how important music was then and how important it was to be able to like sing along. And we talked earlier about CDs having the like lyrics with them. So you learned as you listened. Yeah. yeah. And I think when you're younger, you're just so hopeful. And so during that time, you kind of grab onto everything and you hold true to those memories. So I think mm. when you hear those songs, you just remember where you were and what you were doing. And it just always brings back so much joy, right? Yeah. And I feel like it's also like you're starting to become like your adult self or what you think at the time is your adult self. And you're like, I am someone who listens to fill in Rage the blank. Against the machine. Yes, exactly. And I feel like this play is about those people coming back. And in reuniting with each other through that music, finding, Mm -hmm. you know, reconnecting. Would you say, how's my analysis? How am I doing? Perfect. You hit it right on the head. Perfect. This has been a great podcast episode. We killed (laughs) it. (laughs) And so how is it diving into the story, like, with these four people and building, you know, we were talking about your characters are married and these are old friends. How is it building those relationships? It's, I mean, it's been great. It's helpful that we were also all living together yes. and bubbled in one house. So the bonding continues outside of the rehearsal hall. <laughs> um, but that is definitely a really uh, huge step when you go into rehearsals of having to have that instant connection with people. Yeah. And I will say, Stephanie, our director, has done such a good job with making the room feel very safe and very comfortable to explore and um, and we've taken the time to build in that intimacy. I've worked with a lot of directors in the past who just say, no, just kiss. Yeah. Um, whereas like we take the time to sort of build up to that and talk about it like choreography, mm-hmm. like like the like the blocking that it is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And I feel like that's a movement in the industry, too, of intimacy direction. And this is something for people listening in. You know, if we if there's a fight on stage, we have a stage combat coach mm-hmm. who comes in to, to as you're saying, it's almost like choreography. Every step is super safe and choreographed and repeatable every single night. And there's kind of a new movement in terms of intimacy direction, exactly what you're talking about. So I, I love to hear that that is the approach that Stephanie's taking. Not a surprise because uh, we're very pro-Stephanie at the Thousand Ounce Play. She's, yeah, she's, she's epic. <laughs> okay, Allison, I'm passing the mic to you. Oh, thank you. Uh, so... This show, last year was done in the Fire Hall, this year at the Springer, and this show is actually a one-act, right? So it's about 90 minutes, Mm -hmm. top to tail, and with, as we said, 70 songs. Uh, So it's a bit of a marathon. So, you know, two kind of questions, two part. One, how do you physically do it? Uh, And two, like, how do you maintain that um, drive forward through the show when it's just kind of go, go, go the entire time? Yeah, I think it's just just practice, really. Mm-hmm. You know, you go for jogs and sing at the same time, or just, oh, just that for, is very Destiny's yeah. Child. Exactly, <laughs> got it from Beyonce, and and just being so excited to hear like your favorite song in the show, and you were like, okay, um, this one's next, and so you give a bit more energy here and there, and so just really doing it over and over. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it's it's a different style of music too, right? Obviously, the songs of the '50s and '60s are not the same as the songs of the 2020s. Um, is there any kind of vocal prep or did you listen to any artists or specific songs that sort of get you in that vocal, I guess, vocal mindset, if you will? Yeah, for sure. I mean, I definitely listen to a lot of the songs that are in the show just to kind of, I mean, we're not doing impressions of these artists. We're definitely giving our own interpretation of these songs, but it was helpful to get in 
our voices in the world of that kind of music. And like like you said, we had a, a warning from our music director off the top: no Ariana riffs. Yeah. So Ariana. unfortunately, I had to put those aside. Yeah. So no are. Ariana in the 1960s, <laughs> I guess. Right. Um, but just going back to what you're saying, because Stephanie Graham, we we if uh, people listening will remember, Stephanie directed Anna Green Gables mm-hmm. for us in 2019. Back in 59, last year and this year, and also upcoming Music Man, Man. hold on to your trombones. It is going to happen. We're really excited. We've been waiting for this one. So, But I know Stephanie is a phenomenal dancer and choreographer, and she leaves no stone unturned. I remember when I saw the show last year, I don't think that they stood still for like one moment. And I remember there was like some rumors going around. (laughs) There were some extracurricular um, rehearsals happening potentially at night on week on. I say weekends as if you get two days off. Uh, Sorry to say (laughs) they're rehearsing six days a week. We don't know what weekends are, do we? Um, So, yeah. So you you sing and run. I, I can't even do one of those things. <laughs> what else do you do? Like to, to drill, you have to, we have so little time. How do you drill all this choreo in? You, magic. Yeah. Just Brilliance. magic, the magic of theater. You kind of just <laughs> practice. Um, like in a rehearsal space, we don't have mirrors. So I think that's helpful. So you kind of just get it into your body right away without like mm. looking around and just kind of grab focus. On, you know, somewhere on the wall instead of just looking at yourself. So I find that helpful. Interesting. And then um, we talked about like line learner apps that oh, we find yeah. helpful. Yeah. So Tell me more what this is. What is this? <laughs> Tell us. So this. it's an app. You yep. basically you input all of your lines and all of your scene partners lines. And then you can sort of like opt yours out so you can do the scene with yourself playing all the other parts. It's annoying. But <laughs> the other great thing is we'll just be making dinner. Someone will turn to the other person and just say, do you want to run through this dance? break and we'll say yeah we'll just pull it out and see how we go great got it back to cooking dinner that's one of the nice things about a bubble eh? yeah. it's another benefit of the bubble another bubble benefit a bubble benefit, a bubble benefit. yeah this, mm. these are only pandemic style questions that we have right now like these are pandemic problems but also god bless because you're you're living with these people you're working with these people and soon you'll be doing eight shows a week with these people mm-hmm. so you know people listening you know our our loyal audience our loyal podcast audience as well we always like to share those kind of behind the scenes things right so you really are like spending just so much time together that's mm-hmm. incredible it's like I feel like maybe we should make like a movie about this like Netflix should just maybe. make a series like fame <laughs> and get an way no yes. yes I did joke that we're being very polite right now and like excuse me I need to get into this drawer or can you move out of the way of the fridge in a couple of weeks we'll just be shoving each other out of the way <laughs> shoving Billy. shoving with love yeah, yeah. Oh, I love that. Um, I have uh, another. I love these two part questions. I have yeah, another two part question. Uh, this one's not as deep as like, you know, nostalgia and things. But tell me one, one of your favorite, not the favorite, but one of your favorite songs from the show. And two, um, one of those songs. I think you already mentioned a few, but like your go to nostalgic, like sing, scream in your bedroom when you were a teen songs that really brings you back. Good question. And I'm going to ask it to Sophia as well. Oh, no. Allison Hess is killing it as a a podcast uh, co-pilot right now. Can I just say good job, Allison? Good question. Here we go. I think right now I'm really enjoying Stupid Cupid, Mm. Connie Francis. Yeah, it's really taking me back. Um, I think when I first heard that, it was on a movie soundtrack. And now getting to sing it, I'm like, I love this song. Mm -hmm. And a song that I would scream in the shower is probably Britney Spears. Like, oops, I did it again. Like, on repeat. Yeah. For those of you who have not heard it, it is a classic. (laughs) 
Uh, oh, I think my favorite song in the show right now is maybe uh, Tell Laura I Love Her. It's um, it's what uh, we just found out was called a splatter platter or a death disc. It was like songs of the day that were about teenagers dying in horrible car crashes. Oh, no. Um, so Tell Laura I Love Her is with his dying breath. He's letting his, uh, his love know that um, she's loved. So it's kind of fun. To, after a, a lot of twisting and jiving, <laughs> to lean into some uh, serious drama. Um, and in terms of belting in the shower, I'm going to have to say Britney Spears, oops, I did it again. <laughs> and uh, Sophia, what do you have? Okay, I feel like the one that really stood out to me in the show, not, okay, so many stood out, but I remember very distinctly, um, I don't know what the title is, but it, it's a do, 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 oh, The Lion Sleeps Tonight. And it was just so beautiful. Be- I don't know if the blocking is still the same, but at the time, I remember everyone sat on on stools, and I just remember being like, it was such a whirlwind of amazing choreography, but this is like a still moment, and mm. the beautiful one voice just cutting through and being like, oh, I'm in the theater and mm. listening to a beautiful voice, and then the actors, it was just, it was a lovely little moment. I remember that like crystallized in my memory, and then mm, I was going to say Britney, no, I'm going to say Britney <laughs> Spears. I'm going to go, <laughs> and I already said Spice Girls, and I feel like, yeah, that was definitely, that oh, happened a lot. for sure. Yeah, Allison, you haven't seen the show, but do you have a favorite? <laughs> or from your from your high school experience? Uh, yeah, so the first album I ever bought with my own money, which was very exciting, was uh, Jewel. <gasps> Pieces yes. of You. Pieces of You. Yes. Uh, and Foolish Games. Yes. Um, I, as like probably an 11-year-old, just belting that out like I knew what it was about. <laughs> um, because you feel things so strongly when you're 11. Um, so I think that one. <laughs> Unfortunately, but you know, Britney Spears is a... A close second. A close second. Um, So to kind of pivot a bit from the content to getting back into the theater, um, for for this, as we said, this is our first show of the season, but it's also the first show in the Springer Theater since October of 2019. Mm. So it has been a very long time, and it feels like the pandemic has been a decade, but also like a split second. Mm. Um, What is the thing you're most excited about, about... uh, being in the kind of the premiere show of this season and uh, uh, performing in front of an audience again. I mean, this is my first show back uh, of the pandemic, so um, I'm really excited about that. I mostly just miss uh, applause, so uh, (laughs) I'm really excited uh, to hear, to see those people out there again, to hear laughter, to hear applause. Um, It's Zoom is just not the same, not the same. I'm looking forward just to seeing the faces, even under masks, like mm. smiles. You can see the little squints and, you know, <laughs> just wondering like what they're thinking about when they first heard this song or just to know that they're there with me and enjoying the show. I'm also looking forward to the costumes. <laughs> like I'm wearing this big crindoline dress and I'm so excited just to do the twist in it. Yeah. It's going to be so much fun. Amazing. Mm-hmm. I love that you both brought up, you know, applause and the faces and the eyes, like, you know, the twi- under the mask, the little like, smiles. And I remember watching this show last year, too. And I keep talking about last year. But it's going to be so much better because it's in the big theater. And you should totally come see it again. <laughs> but anyways, you know, a song would start with, like, two chords or whatever. And people would go, oh, you could just yeah. see them. The music just hit them. And then they'd be elbowing the person and swaying or, like, maybe slightly singing along. That 
I'm sure you're probably prepared for that. But, but I just, I think what you're really like hitting on is that like live experience, right? Which we tried, you know, to do with, you know, recorded theater, which we, we have done. And, you know, thank God we had that because Mm -hmm. without that, what, you know, it really helped to carry me through. But I think it really, nothing can replace that live experience. Nothing can replace people breathing and humming and smiling and going out of the theater boisterous and excited. So I'm also excited for you to get that big applause and to get those crinkled, uh, you know, eyes yes. smiling at you because you know what, you really deserve it because you're artists who made it through the pandemic, and that's Thank really you. tough. Yeah, that's really tough. Oh, got a little misty there, Allison. Um, should we should we pivot to the Gan shoutouts? <laughs> Go take it away, Allison. Okay, so this is a bit of a new segment, shall we call it, uh, for our podcast this season. And, you know, we've always touched on how great GAN is and the things we love about GAN, but we've put it to our our, our lovely guests to give a bit of a GAN shout-out to a place, uh, a business, a restaurant, somewhere in GAN that you've really loved. And so that's uh, we're, what we're calling the GAN shout-outs. Mm. Uh, so let's start with Billy. Billy, okay. what is someplace in GAN? I mean, I know we've talked about this and, and how lovely all the the Genanoquians are have been uh and but someplace specific that you would love to shout out that if you know people are coming into town they should definitely check out okay uh well we haven't had a ton of time to explore i'm excited for rehearsals to be over so we can really get out there i know we for sure want to go kayaking we want to go on a little boat trip um but last night i got my hair cut at silk Shout out to my girl, Kate. Um, you can't see this because it's a podcast, but I'm looking very good right now. I can confirm this. Um, thank you. Um, and she also recommended that afterwards I go to uh, 1,000 uh, oh, 1, Curry. 1,000 Curry, just across the street. So good. The butter chicken, the pakoras. Highly recommend. Highly, highly recommend. I'm hungry now. Yeah. Autumn? Yes. I had some fabulous fish tacos at mm. Stonewater Pub. Mm. It's really nice. And I'm excited to try this ice cream spot called Banana Splits. Yes. Mm. Yeah, just opened. Um, I believe it's on Stone Street. Okay. Yeah, so I'm excited to have a banana split. That's awesome. Great. So if you are coming in from out of town, or even if you're coming from in town, uh, check out some of those artist recommendations. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Very nice. So to both of you, thank you so much. We totally stole them out of rehearsals. So <laughs> sorry about that. Sorry to the team, but we had to. Nice break. Yeah, it was good. You thank deserve you. it. Well, thank you so much for taking the time. It's so wonderful to chat with you and get to meet you. Um, I'm just. It's going to be, I think, a very joyous. I don't. I don't even have an adjective that is good enough, that is sufficient. (laughs) It's going to be really fantastic. And we're just so grateful to have you both on board. So thank you for coming again. Thank you for doing this podcast episode. And thank you for sweating your, I don't even (laughs) fill in the blank. You're going to sweat and we're going to watch you kill it on stage. And then we're going to give you standing out at the end. So please do. Yes. Thanks for having us. Of course. Um, And a big thank you as always to TIP's head carpenter, Mark Hunt, who composed the music for this podcast. And as well, we couldn't do it without the fantastic Terry Lynn and all the MyFM team. Thank you for that help. Uh, this podcast is actually sponsored and produced by MyFM Getting Off Way this season, which is amazing. Yes, thank you, MyFM. Um, and for more ticket information, so you can come see you back in 59, please visit thousandoutsplayhouse.com and we'll see you at the theater. Bye. Bye. Bye.